0: Dark discussions, your place for the discussion of horror film fiction, and all that's fantastic. A weekly podcast where the discussion is about the most recent horror and genre films. Intelligent talk on a genre that deserves intelligence. A conversation between co-hosts discussing not only the film but also the connotation that the directors and screenwriters are trying to articulate. When you want more than an review, listen to Dark
1: Discussions. Speaking of perception, there's just one more scene I want to talk about, which is after Caleb discovers that Kyoto's a robot, Kyoto kind of peels off her skin, showing him what's underneath. Now, wait a minute. I know where you're going with this, but tell me you weren't already thinking
2: this 15 minutes earlier in the film. Exactly what he's thinking at that moment.
1: Just he's a robot,
2: too. Oh, I consider the possibility. Right, and that's what I like, is the fact that the writers are smart enough to know that this is what the audience would be thinking. We've all seen Blade Runner. <laughs>
3: right, exactly.
0: www.darkdiscussions.com Wherever podcasts are found. Hello, welcome once again to Dark Discussions, your place for discussion of our film, fiction, and all that's fantastic. I'm one of your co hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the US of A, and with me in the state of Michigan.
1: This is Eric. Eric, how are you, sir? I am well.
0: Excellent. I'm still on and my cats. And,
1: Thanks for asking.
0: Indeed. indeed. <laughs> uh, and in the state of New York? Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you, sir? I'm still surrounded by cats. How about you, Phil? I am alone in the basement. Even my dog left me. <laughs> anyway, she's upstairs down here to see what all the hubbub is about.
2: Anyway, there we go. There's the opening line to a country music song. I'm alone in the <laughs> basement, even my dog. <laughs> there
0: you go. Uh, and in the Commonwealth of Virginia.
4: Hey, this is Barron, and I have no cats around me, even though there are four in this house.
0: That's right. And, and as Eric said, I could just say state of Virginia. State of
1: Virginia? Go ahead, a state. Hey,
0: that's right. That's right. So, uh, for folks who are uh, new to the podcast or who are listening to us, uh, as always, uh, we are Dark Discussions Podcast, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. Basically, what we do here is a weekly podcast that talks about horror, sci fi, fantasy, thrillers, direct films, thrillers, mysteries, grandhouse, odd house, midnight movies, cult films, foreign language films, drive and fear, and the like. Basically, we try to talk intelligently about a genre that deserves intelligence. Uh, we do have an email, darkdiscussions at aol.com, and please put in for the subject, start it with DDP. And then whatever else you want as your subject, because then we can search for it because we get hundreds of emails from uh, people that want to have us screen their films and your email may get lost but if you type in DDP when we do our search through our inbox, we will not miss your email uh, and we will read your email on the podcast uh, also. Uh, uh, today is September 21st, 2023, that we're recording this because sometimes uh, listeners like Pam are always curious when we uh, record our episodes because sometimes they do not come out immediately because we do have a few in the queue for a rainy day when uh, we don't record and we still release an episode. Uh, also, Eric, uh, what else can people find on
1: com? Well, Phil they can find links to our Patreon account. Patreon allows you to contribute financially to your online artists like us. Producing this show is not free. We have to pay for things like uh, domain names and website hosting and computer equipment and movie rentals and so on and so forth. So if you'd like to help offset the cost of producing this show, that's how you can do it. You can go to patreon.com slash darkdiscussions or click on the Patreon badge on any page of darkdiscussions.com. Any and all contributions are greatly appreciated. Indeed, indeed. All right.
0: So uh, that's pretty much the house cleaning for us. And uh, yeah, we're here again to do another podcast. So, uh, but Eric, uh, what are we going to discuss
1: tonight? Tonight, we're talking about a movie that's currently available uh, for digital rental. It's a Spanish language movie called Venus. Se ha metido en un mar muy gordo.
3: ¿Qué coño es esta Ni Dios la ha visto.
2: La chica está ahí. No ha sacado todo esto. Son regalos que me traía. ¿Y quién es? La sirvienta Todos acaban
3: yéndose de aquí. No la escuches. ¡Esta
2: no es tu bata! El mensajero está listo
1: Ya está ¡Déjala! ¡No, no no nos el ¡Madre mía, que al día. Pues si solo tenías que bailar? Estoy bailando Por fin ha llegado el día
0: Oh, oh, that's right. Uh, this is a spanish language film, as Eric mentioned, but it's also uh, a dub is available as well. Uh, the film uh, Venus uh, came out late December of 2022, but it came to the States, so we're going to consider it a 2023 film uh, because it came out. Just recently on VOD, Uh, the film is directed by uh, uh, Yame Belaguero, who uh, is probably best known for his direction or co-direction, I should say, of part of the REC films, REC films, uh, including One, Two, and Four. Uh, The third one was uh, directed solo by uh, the other. Uh, director. Uh, the film is written by him and uh, Fernando Navarro, and uh, it's loosely based off of uh, the H. B. Lovecraft film. Uh, film. I mean, m- uh, story. The Dreams in the Witch House, uh, which actually takes place in, I believe, Providence, Rhode Island, but uh, they moved it to Madrid or just outside of Madrid. Uh, the film stars uh, Esther Exposito, uh, who I believe is a a uh, Galician Spanish actress uh, because of how she spells her last name, uh, and it is very close to Esposito, uh, but it's with an X instead, and Galicians uh, use the X. Um, and it has a couple other people as well, all Spanish uh, language folk, or Spanish Spaniards, and uh, none of them have uh, crossed over to the States, to my knowledge. Um, the film is getting uh, fairly decent reviews uh, by critics and uh, audiences alike, Um, but uh, we're here to talk about our feelings on the film, so uh, let's start and discuss how we heard about this film, and what we thought about it, so uh, let's start with you, Mike.
2: Uh, I had to take off last week on the podcast, uh, and I thought, well, Phil's probably going to pick the next film, there's probably going to be about a sex worker of some sort, and so then uh, you said we're going to watch a movie called Venus, and I was like, well, there we go. Um... Uh, I didn't think it was going to be about extraterrestrials. Although, with you feel that is a possibility. Um, And that's not what I'm saying. So uh, I watched it. uh, I liked it. I thought it was weird. Um, I'm actually not entirely sure what I think of it as a final opinion. But I think there's certainly enough there that's interesting. And if you watch the first ten minutes of this and think you know where the movie is going without having spoiled yourself, uh, I promise you you're probably wrong.
0: All right. Sounds good. Anything else,
2: Mike, uh, that's that's well, I thought it was weird because i this is offered an on voodoo in a bundle. It says the fear collection. It's there's three banished films. And I was wondering if like there's are they tied together? I'm not sure if this is like a like a thematic trilogy or if uh, or if there's anything – I'm trying to find some information on any one of the others. Um, there's uh, – see, you could have done Le Abuela, Abuela uh, the, the supermodel must look after her alien uh, grandmother. Uh, and I don't even know how to begin. How to I don't
1: think one. those are related
2: – yeah,
0: I'm looking here now. It says, uh, The Fear Collection, a new horror-based joint venture between Sony Pictures International, Amazon Prime Video, and Alex de la Iglesias' Poughkeepsie Films, has announced its next feature production, Venus, from Spanish genre director, legend, Jaime Balaguerro.
1: So uh, is that just like a production company?
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it's looking like um, it, it is. Yeah, yeah. So they grouped them together. Yeah, The Fear Collection is strong... Uh, here it is right here. I uh, don't see what this says. It says, wow. uh, the Fair Collection is a strong best for us because to meet these objectives, it is essential to have the best talent. And for that, we have Alex De La Iglesia, in addition to all the Carolinas production experience. Uh, okay. The Fair Collection is a dream come true. It is something that we've been looking forward to. But, yeah, I think it's more of a production company or, or production wow. type thing. Bloody
2: disgusting refers to it as a trilogy, um, but I, I don't know
0: because, like, if you look at, there
2: is a thing that happens right at the beginning of the film that they kind of ignore for the rest of the film. And if you just really uh, here, ignore, we go, guys. Here
1: we go. Here we go. Um, here. This, this is a quote. The concept is to make a collection of films that will that unveil a universe of horror beyond time. The characters face supernatural forces that threaten humanity. The idea is to generate a label of films with specific character: cosmic horror. So, so it's they're like, not related so like, together any any plot wise, but they all all have a cosmic horror theme.
2: So sort of like how people talk about John Carpenter's Apocalypse trilogy. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah probably. But uh, the thing and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, and and uh, what are the other two? Um, In the Mouth of Madness and. Uh, Prince of Darkness, I think, for the three. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, so they're not they're not directed by character or plot. They're just a thematic collection. So anyway, there that it is available. The three of them together to buy for twenty five dollars on Vudu. I imagine it's going to be available on other streaming services also. Uh, and I'm I'm going to be honest. I'm curious enough about the other two, having watched this first one, that um, for twenty five dollars for the three to own them as opposed to renting each one individually. Um,
0: it, it might be worth it. Yeah, it came out September 12th, the, the, all three of the films. Uh, uh, surprising. Uh, surprise released. Uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, I think, as Eric said, they're very loosely uh, related but created by the same production companies, the, the three of them together. Um, all right. So uh, anyway, we'll, we can probably get into a little more of that after, but uh, let's get into uh, other people's opinions. So uh, let's go with you, Eric. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um I kind of had the same thought process Mike did at the beginning of the movie. And I was like, Oh boy, here we go. Um, (laughs) but then as the movie went on, it started to win me over. Um, it was a little weird. Uh, and at, at one point I was really, really enjoying the movie. Um, and I thought the lead was actually really good. Um, and the practical effects were also quite good. Uh, however, uh, some real dumb stuff happens at the end of the movie that almost ruined it for me. Uh, so um, I, I think overall I still liked it. I just really wish they hadn't done that dumb stuff at the end of the movie. But but overall I would I would give it a thumbs up.
0: All right, sounds good. Uh, Yeah, for me, um, yeah, I just heard about it like everybody else uh, on September twelfth. Surprise release, and I saw that it was by the guy that did wreck, and it popped up on uh, iTunes. And so, so here we go. It's what's I think I was looking. I I saw it at the moment. uh, Me and Barrett, we're we're we're, uh, just looking for to decide what we're going to do, because it was me and Barrett and Sean Fox as a guest host last week. And uh, I said, oh, Barrett, here's one right here. And I brought it up. Um, so, yeah, uh, I actually liked the, the, the beginning, because uh, I thought it was going to be one of those uh, Pulp Fiction-y, thrower type stuff, uh, but as Mike mentioned and Eric mentioned, uh, it uh, switches... Uh, a bit, and it actually reminded me a lot of Evil Dead 2 for a bit, not Evil Dead 2, I'm sorry, Uh, the new Evil Dead, Evil Dead Rise, Um, and then um, I liked all the stuff about uh, the gang, the the gangsters, as well as the the, um, individuals that live in the... The apartment complex, uh, and we'll get into them. I don't want to talk about it now for spoiler reasons. Uh, I thought that was pretty awesome. And then, of course, um, uh, Eric mentioned that the ending, um, well, that that was probably the weakest part for sure. Uh, but it makes sense a little bit, too, uh, how, how they go about to do it. But uh, um, it, it – is a little weaker than the rest of the film. But uh, all in all, uh, this is a really great film. Uh, it had everything that any horror fan would want, uh, or thriller fan for that matter, because they have, like I said, the gangsters as well as the horror. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I would give it a big thumbs up. Um, I could ha- see this as a top ten horror film of the year at the end of the year. And, uh, yeah, the lead actress, uh, she was she was phenomenal uh, for sure. So, uh, yeah, big thumbs up for me. Uh, let's go view you, Barrett.
4: Yeah, I heard about this film because you brought it up last week. And uh, so I watched it, uh, I think, yesterday. Um, I had to watch it in two pieces, so it's kind of cut in half for me. But, um, yeah, it had echoes of Evil Dead Rise. It also had echoes of Hereditary and Lords of Salem for me. Um, there were just things about,
1: I about saw all
4: it of me. Yeah. Um, I liked the film a lot. At uh, the end, I would agree. Was it has some issues, um, but all in all, I really loved the film. I Thought it was enjoyable, and the lead actress was great. And it definitely goes in directions you do not expect.
2: <laughs> indeed, indeed.
0: All right, so uh, that's our thoughts on the film. Um, um, if I can say another another
2: thing, I might compare it to weirdly, uh, and I don't know we've used this comparison. It's just it's sort of like from Dusk Till Dawn, except if the parts weren't split so cleanly in half. You know where it's there. There is a a mystical story yeah. and a crime story both going on, but they intercut with each other as opposed to we tell the one and then we tell the other. Yeah, I get what it, I get I Yeah, I would
0: even say yeah. it's kind of maybe like a, a three different stories. There's the crime thrower. Yeah, it's throw weird. Out, it's a it's,
2: weird ass movie.
0: Yeah, there's a crime thrower. Then there's the the um, the, the twist of, of who the folks are that live in the building. And then there's the last past part as well. So, yeah, yeah, it is it is an interesting aspect. We'll, we'll get into that uh, as we talk about the film. Uh, but, Eric, uh, right, do we have a uh, wiki for this? A wiki? Wiki, wiki.
1: Uh, this is real vague. <laughs> Horror invades the concrete quarters of a cursed apartment complex on the outskirts of Madrid.
0: All right, yeah, it's very, very... Uh, Very uh, vague.
1: Very vague.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So uh, I guess that's good enough. Uh, But uh, anyway, uh, what we do here on Dark Discussions for all our new listeners or for those who join us weekly, uh, basically what we do is uh, review films as we just did. But we also – Uh, talk about the film in detail, so we dissect and critique it as well, basically to talk about what the filmmakers uh, were probably trying to say, how it relates to uh, culture or modern politics or uh, other films or, or in this case, cosmic horror. Um, But uh, we do that uh, in two formats. First, we do the non spoilery format, so uh, we'll talk about... Uh, Non-spoilery things related to the film, uh, so that could be the stuff as, as we were talking about right before the IMDb and our reviews, which is the you know the Thea tr- trilogy, or what Eric mentioned about cosmic horror um, when he was reading about the Fear trilogy, or, or just uh, uh, the filmmaker in general and his work and how it fits in his uh, his I guess uh, filmography. Uh, but then at a certain point, we will throw up a spoiler. And at that point, when we do throw up the spoiler, you'll be warned. And if you don't want to hear us spoil the film, because, again, we're going to talk about twists and uh, various things like that, Uh, you can go watch the film, again, which Eric mentioned. Uh, It's uh, VOD anywhere films are found. Uh, But uh, if if it's okay, you can continue listening to us, and uh, we will give our deep dissection and critique of the film in the spoilery section. So, uh, i also
2: say, I think that this is a film.
0: I'm not going to say that will
2: benefit from a rewatch because I have not rewatched it, but almost like demands that you rewatch it because you feel like just once you get to the ending, you're like, okay, there are things that probably happened earlier that was significant that I didn't pick up on. Um, mm, yep. or, I and, agree. Um, and, and maybe not. Maybe I didn't miss anything, uh, but. Uh, it's. I know that there are certain things that happened in the beginning I kind of just kind of dismissed a bit and and end up being more significant later on. So uh, it, it certainly has some potential rewatch value, like it or not. Uh, whether you like the film or not.
0: Alright, sounds good. Oh, you know what else it kind of reminded me of a little bit? It reminded yeah. me of that French film, Revenge. Remember that one? About that very attractive woman. Yes, yes. Good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, kind of reminded I, of which, I
1: also, there's uh, one aspect of this movie that also gave me um Melancholia. Oh, oh,
0: Melancholia. Yeah, yeah, okay. I can see that, Eric, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That, to be clear, this movie is not nearly as good as Melancholia, just stating that for the record. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um...
0: Yeah, d- no, that's fine, that's fine. Again, we were just saying that it has aspects of, of various films, whether it's as good or... was
1: one one aspect of the story that reminded me of Melancholia. Yep, fair enough, fair enough.
0: Um, all right, so uh, at this point we're going to just talk about general stuff, uh, unspoilery, so uh, uh, general things related to the film. Um, so yeah, this is uh, based off of, or I should say uh, loosely based off of uh, the H.P. Lovecraft story, um, I haven't read that story for about ooh, about six years, eight years, something like that. But uh, uh, it does have some of that feeling to it. Um, but as you said, Mike, it, it's a strange film because it shows to be a uh, dark thriller, and then switches to kind of of a cultish film, and then it turns into a Gonzo film. Uh, in the final act. Um, so... It is it's got the film. basic
2: story of Psycho. You know, like, where you get the, the person does a thing and runs away to hide and ends up in a bad place. Like, way worse than if they... For completely people.
1: different reasons. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah For completely yeah. different reasons, right? There is no... Well, as far as we know, there's nobody uh, running around in their mother's dress uh, stabbing people. Uh, but... Uh, but that's like a, a trope in a lot of different horror movies, right even um, I don't know if psycho did it at first, probably not, but the you know oh, the criminals end up in a even worse situation than the one they ran from. but the thing that I think is interesting is they don't let go of the crime story. The crime story is still there. We follow the investigation of the criminals to try to track her down um, you know there there there's a that plot. Follows through well, until the very end, and uh, and I don't think I'm spoiling anything with that. Um,
0: well, Mike, and I, I think that's that. That was to the benefit of the film because by having the the uh, mob story stay to the end, it is the main reason why our uh, lead actress protagonist or anti-hero what, or whatever you want to call her. She's um, where she stays. Yeah, she can't get out of the building because yeah. at certain points you would think she would want to get out of the building. For example, when she goes to the top floor and finds uh, someone there, at that moment you say, okay, we got to get out of here. Again, because she, she has no cell phone so or phone at all, um, she's the only way to get to the police is to leave the building. But she can't leave the building because – we have.
1: She finds danger. herself between a rock and a hard place.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you have two yeah, dangers. You have the internal danger of the building and yeah, then the external you know, danger of the bear. Ba- Raises the
1: stakes. The bears.
0: There's no bears. Stop lying.
2: There's no bears.
4: Raises <laughs> the stakes quite a bit and makes yeah. the danger just all that more palpable. She does try yes. to leave one time, I think.
2: And, but, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um,. And yeah, it's just um I will say I, I liked the characters in the prime side. So I know the Phil, side? Oh yeah, they were pretty good. I, I, I know Phil, you you're you are generally speaking gonna be more the the believable horror and you I, I would expect you to like that half of the story more than the, the Lovecraft half, but I'm not
0: entirely sure about that. Well well um, like- you, you know, my number one monster is the Grays. What, what do oh, yeah. I always say is my second greatest monster in a movie?
4: Asmacore the
0: liberals, the, witches, <laughs> witches. <laughs> I love the witches, dude. Um, <laughs> um, no, 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 everybody. I, I you know, well, I'm not bringing any politics in this. Story, but uh, no, 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 I'm, I'm just fucking. Right.
2: Um, yeah, it's, it's so that's there. So, but um, I like I really enjoyed the. The heavy, right, the uh, the main criminal bad guy. I thought he gives a sure. fun performance. I'm, I'm not going to say he's necessarily any better written than anybody that I've seen. I just think he has charisma, at least as much as I could tell, since I don't understand a word he's saying.
0: You uh, mean the, the, mob, the mob boss, right? Mob boss, Yeah. Because there's the hitman, the mob boss, and the goon. And right, those I the think three, the hitman three. is good. Yeah, he's I think good, the, too. And, and even the goon I think is, yeah, he's is pretty like
2: good, fun yeah. and goofy. Um yeah. but yeah, it's I I and I enjoyed I just enjoyed watching them. Now again, a lot of the the work there is being done by how they sound to my ear and even though I don't again speak a, a word of Spanish, so I don't know what the hell they're actually saying if it wasn't for the subtitles and uh, it could be if you're a native speaker uh that you're watching it going, "Oh my god, these they're so terrible." Their line delivery is so awful. I, I, I don't know that. But to me, they, they had a really good presence and a lot of personality kind of came through, through what are, let's be honest, very stock characters, right? Um, there's nothing well, stunningly original about the mob boss.
1: And that's one of the reasons I prefer to watch foreign language films with subtitles rather than dubbed is because those actors speaking their native language express those lines the the way it's meant to be, even even right. if I don't understand them. Whereas if you get an overdub, usually it's not that good. <laughs> right. So and then, so then they get it, some guy that sounds
0: me, like Mickey Mouse. But, me, you know, me, it, me, me and Barrett. Barrett, Barrett! Actually, me, me and Barrett actually watched it dubbed, um, and I, I felt it was pretty solid. What, what about your your point, Barrett? Yeah, I thought it was fairly solid. Yeah. So, so I started it was, it,
4: watching it in in subtitles. And then I just, I gave up, and I put on the dub.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The reason I I usually watch it in subtitles, but when they had the the dub version, um, I decided to watch the dub version because as as
1: experience
0: experience between um, uh, our original recording of tonight where we had to cancel it and and restart, um, I do have uh, individuals. Such as children and a wife who who may need me at, at any moment, and I wasn't sure if I would have to watch the film while actually doing something with my children or, or something. So I said, "Well, if it's dubbed, I can just listen." If if I have to work with my children, but uh, um, so yeah, yeah. But either way, um, uh, the dub- dubbing was pretty solid. That was I, I, I mean, did I'm it because so I'm a I'm, horrible person. <laughs> well, I, I'm so used to dubs anyway, because I mean, all the, the the horror films from the '70s and '80s that are from from Europe are all dubbed anyway, and and every language. In other words, everybody there's like international casts, and the English-speaking person speaks English, and the Italian person speaks Italian, and the German, etc. And and then what they do is they just dub over everybody else if it's going to Germany, and they just leave the German guy's voice as is, and then they just double over the English guy and the, and the Italian guy. So, I'm just used to it. So, I, I can go either way. It's, it's no big deal. Yeah, problem. I just don't like
1: it. It seems fake to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's fair. That's
1: fair.
4: And uh, some are really, really bad, so I totally get it.
1: Yeah,
0: you just, like, <laughs> just watched the Hong Kong films, you know, back in the day. Right.
1: Um, right, right, Perfect yeah. example. Yeah, exactly. Try to
0: find dialogue that sort of kind of
2: matches the mouth movement, but not really, but also, kind of supposed to convey the
1: the uh, actual words they're saying.
2: The actual word, right? So it's not just the, the
0: like you know the, the bad lip reading videos.
1: Um, <laughs> right,
0: right, right. Yeah, it's not like that comedian that from years ago that, that did a, a bit about dubbing, and you know he, he would he would have his mouth move like for like a minute, and then he would say, "Stop it." You know something like that. Yes. that was Wayne's World. Yeah, but he they no, did. No, I think I know I, someone else. Sein, about you, yeah. I think it was from Seinfeld's That not Seinfeld's, uh, uh Rodney Dangerfield's HBO specials back in the day, or something. And it was one of those comedians that Jerry Seinfeld and Rosie Ambar and, and Kinnison and all them were on. Um, so uh, I can picture it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, was Robert Townsend was it? Yeah, I was about to say that. It could have been Robert Townsend's as well. I don't know what happened to him, but yeah, it could have been one I of think his. He became a director. Too. Oh, how about that. Um, so, uh, let's get back onto this film here, that non-spoilery part. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty solid, um, uh, I guess idea of how the, other words, they, they, they don't have loose, a lot of loose ends in the film. That's what I mean. Because like they said, that, you know, they have the, the thriller going on with the, the mobsters and they're really good at, uh, actors, as you said, Mike, and it prevents her from sneaking out of the building because they pretty much surround the building. And then we have other issues inside the building and, and yeah, we won't get into that until we get into the spoiler section because... Uh, uh, but what it is is she steals money from the... Mo- not money, I'm sorry. Uh, drugs. I think that's an all or something. I don't know what the hell it is.
1: Uh, from, some sort.
0: Yeah, some sort of pills. I, uh, blue. I
2: thought... It, I thought it, blue pills I thought was Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, just what
4: you're used to, Mike.
2: Yeah, it's, 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 I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if it's Viagra, you're gonna think of it. It's Viagra, and you're gonna see the ending
0: of the film in a very, very different light. All right, so, so, <laughs> all right, so, so, uh, so, let's get back into the the film. Um, so, she steals all these pills, and we're talking like a duffel bag of films, uh, pills. I mean, and uh, she works at a strip club or a go-go club or something. I don't, I don't know what it is, and, or, or it's just a dance club, but they have the girls that that are. Uh, in leotards and stuff, and bikinis, in in the cages, while the regular people that are customers of the club are, are just partying and and whatnot. And she's one of those dancers that would be in the cages. Um, and so she uh, steals that, and we'll get into what happens and all that. And then to escape, uh, she has to. They find out, and so she has to uh, flee. And she lands up at her estranged sister's apartment building which is uh appears to be like a, a low income um apartment building uh that's much cleaner than the one in Candyland but the same same principle. Uh that's that it's not very uh used much by anybody uh because it has a bad history and whatever. Uh and that's pretty much the setup. Uh without even getting into uh what happens to her when she steals the to the, the
1: drugs. Um so real quick I want to I want to tell an anecdote cuz there was a point in the movie when this it just brought this memory back into my head full force that I just started laughing my ass off uh when I was a young man uh 19 years old um, I was on a train going from Minneapolis to Ann Arbor to visit my father for the holidays and I sat down to this uh lovely African American woman who was sitting next to me on the train and uh, I was just talking to her, um, and I asked her what she did. And she said, I'm a dancer. And I said, oh, ballet? And she said, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then I looked at her very long, sparkly nails, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so Uh, So, there's a point in this movie where... So, you uh, you
2: got her number and...
1: (laughs) So, there's a point in this movie where the lead character, who's an exotic dancer, is talking with her niece. And her niece says, you need to teach me how to dance. And the look she gives her at first just made that memory pop back into my head and I started laughing my ass off.
0: It was funny. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah, because then she has to pretend... Like yeah 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 sure I'll, I'll teach him dance, uh, <laughs> but but yeah it's kind of funny because the, the the niece which is probably like eight years old nine years old whatever yeah she doesn't know what that means. That right. Her her, her aunt is a dancer. Yeah. Uh, so that was funny. I thought that was funny too. Um. So uh, anything else we wanted to talk about that is generic stuff before we get into the spoilery stuff
1: stuff. Um, I thought for a relatively low-budget movie, the effects were quite good. Um,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, the, the the film um, um, is by the guy from Wreck, and and they did some pretty good special effects, even with those films too. And those were fairly low-budget as well.
3: Mm-hmm. So
0: so they yeah they got they got a good little crew of folks there. No doubt. I'm, I'm curious, too, if, if they got money from uh, Sony and Amazon, too, uh, if if they did the film jointly with those companies. Because uh, right when you start the film, Sony's logo pops right up, you know, and, and they, like, really promote uh, it. I didn't notice
1: that. Yeah. So. It's, it's possible. Maybe it's not as low budget as I think it is. Uh, yeah.
0: They don't yeah, give you that still,
1: information on IMDb anymore. Those bastards want to charge you for IMDb Pro to see the see the budget.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And and wiki doesn't have it either. It just shows you the, the box office, which was uh half a million Euros. Um so it had a limited release. Um let's see, uh anything else that anybody wanted to talk about? That is not spoiler related.
1: Uh I was pleasantly surprised, I think we we already mentioned this, but just to reiterate, I was pleasantly surprised by the quality of the acting. Yeah,
0: yeah. I got to say, the the people that really struck me the best were the three older women that lived upstairs. They, Mm -hmm. something about them, I will get into them when we get into the spoiler sections, but they were really good. And then, uh, like Mike mentioned, the gangsters, and then you mentioned Eric, the, the lead actress. But also... The little girl. She she was really yeah, good too. Yeah, yeah.
1: I yeah. I think I can't remember what the movie was. Oh, the Uh When I was talking about how how a child actor can totally ruin a movie if they're bad, uh, and the girl in this movie was not bad. So I was thinking of you
4: saying
0: that while I was watching it. Like, oh, <laughs> good actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I got to say the cinematography and the lighting in this yeah. film were pretty awesome too. I mean, the yeah, whole, it looked good. Yeah, the whole scene uh in the back room of the dance club was pretty awesome uh lighted how it was and and they have like this big giant fan that was spinning and the light coming through the the fan and stuff yeah so it, and and they used the typical things that we see in films with the fog to make the light you know have have uh, rays and yeah, yeah. yeah so so it's uh, it's pretty cool um Alright, uh, anything else? Anybody want to bring up before we can throw up the spoiler alert? Anyone? Alright, so uh, at this point we're going to throw up the spoiler alert, and we're going to talk about everything and anything about the film. Uh, so uh, the spoiler alert is up, you've been warned, and uh, yeah, we can talk about everything and anything. So, uh, Alright,
2: what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I basically... Exactly! It's not – no, 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 but it it's – that's the thing about Cosmic Horror, which I guess it was – I don't know if it was invented by Lovecraft, but, I mean, he's the most famous for it, and yeah. this is a theory based off of his story loosely. But the difference between Cosmic Horror and Christian Horror is, is that they're they're both demons or whatever or aliens, or outer beings, Mm -hmm. or whatever, but one is based in, you know, the the Bible and all that, while Mm -hmm. the other isn't. And so here we have...
1: It is referred to as a demon in the movie.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. so we have a a a cult evil witches, whatever, who plan for the apocalypse, where they are planning for a greater being to come which is, in this case, a demon, to come and end the world. And, and and the thing is, is that, like, if you read other Lovecraft stuff, there's always cults in them, like uh, the Call nice. of Cthulhu, you have these people down in, yeah. uh, in, in what is it? Yeah, Dagon's another one. Uh, but you have the people in New Orleans or, or, you know, dancing around a fire like we see, uh, a witch's Sabbath, but they're, praying instead of to the devil, they're praying to Cthulhu. And then as you mentioned, Mike Daragon and uh, uh, the Isthmus story, um, the Shadow Over There, it's the same thing as these, these sea beasts that the, the people are either related to or worship and whatnot. And so it's the same, it's the kind of idea, but it, it's basically demons that don't have anything to do with Christianity. Does that make any sense? Does yeah, sense? I think...
2: I think I think that's there's two differences to me, uh, and uh, again, just to understand where I'm coming from, I'm coming from a, a Roman Catholic background, and that obviously is informing this opinion. Is that because Christian horror films, The Omen, The Exorcist, uh, The Prophecy, these are there are anchored in Christian tradition. If you are of that background, which a lot of people in the United States, whether you consider yourself Christian or not, it's hard not to absorb a lot of that stuff. Um, is grounded in a different way. It has a different background. It's familiar. Um, even if it's creepy, it's still familiar. And the other thing is that because it's coming from a Christian background and it's played in that context, there is always a light to contrast against the darkness, whether the light wins or fails, right? The idea that you can call Father Marin to to, to try to exercise the demon.
3: Marin!
2: Um, <laughs> where cosmic horror, it's more alien you're on less certain footing because you don't have those familiar tropes and familiar names and things to know exactly what the hell is going on. And especially, uh, certainly with, like, Lovecraft, but, you know, you can point to, like, In the Mouth of Madness, which we mentioned earlier, and uh, The Endless, right? That's another one, A Resolution. Um, There isn't that, there is no god in the, that I'm aware of in the Cthulhu universe, by which I mean there is no force of good acting against Cthulhu. It's not like you have God and the Devil. It's the Devil, then the Sea Devil, then the the Fish Devil, and the, the Tentacle Devil, and this other Devil and that Devil and that. It's all Devil. It's all demons everywhere. Right? It's all bad. There is no force for good anywhere. We're all fucked, and that's the that's the end of the story. it? Um, yeah, and, and I think that's what makes it more. Quietly, it lends itself so much to uh, dystopia and nihilism.
0: That's what I was going to say. Yeah, there's two things: it's nihilism, and it's also indifference. Because yeah. some some even say these evil demons aren't really even evil; they just look at humans as indifferent and uh, as non beings, and so they just kill. Yeah, others.
4: they're so beyond us
2: that they don't.
0: We're yeah, they're
4: they insignificant. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that, that and in a weird way, in this film in particular it's corrupting, um, when you look at how it ends. But like I'll think of Color Out of Space, right? There is just a thing that happens and destroys everything it touches or transforms them, but without seeming rhyme or reason. Um, yeah. good or bad, it's you're right, it's absolute indifference. Right. And right. It's just
0: and, right. And, and and so even though the devil and Satan and all that stuff is horrific and horrible. The moment you find out the devil are, and the demons all exist, you at least can feel, okay, if they exist, then I know God and Gabriel and St. Michael and all them do exist as well. Here, once you find out the demons exist, that doesn't mean the good exists. So it makes it even more...
1: Right, it's a completely different mythos.
0: Yeah, so it makes it very much harder and depressing in a way because there is no savior or good force or something you could pray to because yeah, there's just not you know it's just whatever. So
1: well, so in this movie, I found that um, by the time they actually reveal to you what's going on, that uh, they've spent so much time messing with your head in the rest of the movie that you're just like, okay, is this really it? (laughs) Um, Because there's several dream sequences. um, Yes. Which are used pretty much for cheap scares. Um, Although it is explained in the movie that the demon entity can open a doorway to get into your dreams or what the fuck ever. Um, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, those dream sequences I don't think added to the movie's credibility as far as relaying information to the watcher. Um, I mean, some of them were really cool and some of them were really icky too. Um, There's a, there's a couple of those sequences that might be triggering for some people. Um, But uh, yeah, I, I felt by the time they told me what was going on, I was like, well, all right, why didn't you just, Say that. <laughs> they did, though.
2: That's the thing. Well,
1: not really. Well,
2: here's the th- well, this is it. This is the way. Now, uh, okay, let me also preface this by saying uh, I'm in a really busy time at the moment, and I've had very little sleep for the last week and a half. Uh, so I'm not going to say it was in the clearest frame of mind when I was watching the film because it was like here's this tiny little window I actually had to watch it because um, I thought, oh, finally I can get some sleep. It's like, oh, fuck, no, I have to watch the movie, because I'm not going to be able to do it in the next 48 hours. So I watched the movie, and I'm pretty sure I didn't miss anything, but I could have. They don't really tell – they tell you right out the gate, this is going on. And then – don't mention it again until the very end of the film.
3: Yeah,
2: that, that, uh, are you talking about have, captions like, the yeah, yeah, like both, it, talking about. captions at the beginning? Yeah, that's what he's talking about. And mm-hmm. then they say, look at all this other stuff. And by that point, and then, like, you get to the end, you're like,
0: oh, right, I forgot that well, from the beginning of the film. Well, there is a couple of scenes in between, though, where they're, they have, like, the radio on or the TV or something, yeah. and, and, you, and you see it in the background. But, oh,
2: well, they talk about the eclipse coming,
0: yeah, but yeah, there is yeah, a comment about, in
2: that yeah. scroll about yeah. the coming of the demon yeah. of the- Well,
1: Well, and, and the eclipse is not being caused by the moon the eclipse is being caused by a new planet that appeared out of nowhere. Uh, and that's the part of it that reminded me of, uh, melancholia because melancholia always also involves a newly discovered planet, uh, that nobody knew about until recently. Um, so apparently this is all part of the prophecy of the coming of whatever the fuck this demon is. I wish they'd given it a name. Well, they did actually. Uh, I can't remember what it is. Oh, it was nonsensical. Um, but but yeah, it was it was weird because like you're right, that is going on in the background of the entire movie. They're talking about this planet that appeared out of nowhere is going to cause an eclipse, um, and and <laughs> yeah, how does uh, yeah how does that happen? <laughs>
2: like, right. And what I'm what I'm waiting for is sort of like a Deus Ex Machina at the end where I don't know she's confronted by the criminals and then the eclipse happens and I don't know. She distracts them or everybody dies or some mm-hmm. weird shit happens. I never expected to be about literally being about the story we're watching. Um and it turns out that no, it is. It really is all about her. The whole thing is about her. Right, so right. Like, okay. Um, wow, that was weird.
0: I did not expect that.
4: Well I was, well, just I was thinking re- one of the demon things kinda reminded me of Silent Hill
0: too. Yeah. Mm. I can see that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I can see that. Oh, big, sure, oh, the big, the big lady? Yeah, the big guy. Yeah, that big, yeah, big one. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So so I um face? I did read some re- reviews and um after I watched the film and they kinda um, said that well, you know, you know, I, I was, I was, had something in my mind, and then Mike had to say his, his, his joke about the Lele face whatever. So I, I, I lost it. So it'll come back. <laughs> but it was something related to what you were saying, Barrett. Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, let's let move on. I'm not going to. No, much. but,
1: but uh, uh, I want to make sure I understood the end of the movie. Um. Yeah. Sure. So, like, the the lead that we've been following the whole movie is... Oh, well, yeah, I
0: got it. I got it. It's related to exactly what you're trying to say, Eric. So, the reviewers said that there's no, not not including the children, uh, there, there's no g- good people in this. They're all bad people. Everybody's bad. Um, and the thing is, is what our lead is, you know, we, we like her, we're following her, whatever, but she honestly is a rotten person because she stole from the mob, clubbed a guy over the head, and then thinks she's going to make money
1: selling the drugs.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. So she's going to put people into, uh, you know, homes because they're drug abusers and on and on and on. So, so what it is, is, is the demon, whatever it is, is, is going to come from evil anyway. And if she, if our lead is evil, and the whole thing, it, whether it's coincidental or it was prophesied that it would be in that building with those witches, and all along her, by doing what she did, which is bad, lands up there, becomes the antichrist or whatever you want to call it, And there, there it goes. So I think that's what you're trying to get at. But let me hear what you would wanted further to. No, I was
1: just I was just going to confirm that she was indeed the vessel for the demon at the end of the movie.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the whole time, I I think it was her and the and the witches had screwed up, uh, but it didn't matter to them that they would all get massacred by her because, again. You know, they, they were just uh, the catalyst, and, and they knew they were the catalyst, so they were happy. And I just
1: so got a it, little confused because she said something along the lines of, I'm the one who brings the light. So I thought maybe she well, was a, a power opposing name. that particular demon.
0: Well, that's a good thing because her her name is, what, Lucia, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Lucifer, which is another right. name for Satan, yeah. means the bringer light. of light. Yeah. and And so I think... They chose Lucy. And See, 10.
1: this is all the shit I mentioned by not being religious. Sure.
0: <laughs> but they also mention it
2: when she introduces herself, I think, to the neighbors. And yeah. they said, "Oh, it's a yeah, good they name. Do. It's yeah. the, you're like the bringer of light." And that's 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 a clue. And I have a feeling that there is a a person who occasionally co-hosts the Dark Discussions and uh, Horror Psychotronic Boutique Reviews podcast who probably would have picked up on that right away. Not uh, being horse,
1: Kevin. Sure, um, isn't it a little weird but, that they're doing that in this movie, given it's based on Lovecraft.
0: Well, yeah. and that's a big, that, that's a fair point, Eric. But a lot of people will will say that all the gods that humans follow, whether it's Hindu or, or Christianity or whatnot, they all could be um, yeah. just a personification of other gods that right. have existed all along, and so, and and when I say gods, I I mean both good and bad. And so, you could have Love Lovecraft God as Satan to Christians, but to cultists, it's just a so whatever that name that we're using, yeah, right?
1: I and,
2: I, and I have no idea. I'm not even going to pretend to know where Spain is. Now, culturally, I know geographically
1: they're they're in the east of Europe.
2: I said culturally. actually, west. in well, I mean, they're,
1: they're
0: I know, Roman Catholics. They're Roman Catholics. Exactly. What about the
1: Mediterranean?
0: It is still a yeah, Catholic yeah, country, and I
2: feel like what they've done is put a a Christian skin on a Lovecraft story because this is not Cthulhu or Dagon or Shagat or something like this. Is this is, mm-hmm. this is um, they presented sort of as a Christian demon. Um, but it, so I don't yeah, have but a, it's
4: the cosmic horror which kind of brings it also to that different level. Right.
2: Like, the planet makes it a cosmic horror. Like it brings brings you the cosmic scope. The lack of that we don't it see. It makes fight. the
4: gods seem possibly more alien. Like I think of Prince of right. Darkness, um, in yeah. that regard. It's kind of like that to me.
2: Right. So um I will say, you know, we've talked about, I, like, there's nobody to root for uh, right. in some films. And I've had problems. With, and I've, I've certainly been guilty of that. Um, and that might just
0: uh, – Oh, House of the like Dragon. Say, I, I, I can't root for anybody. but Anyway, continue. Uh, uh, well, okay, but, I, I, but I,
2: I'm always willing to say that I found – like, when I find characters unlikable, um, I'm always willing to admit that that could just be a me thing. Um, and obviously everyone likes things. And so usually when you have a good product, everyone has a different favorite character. All the characters are likable, even if they're horrible in their likableness. Um, I think there are likable characters here, yeah, like even species. if they're bad people. And yeah, and I think, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I would concur. And I think you do have a spectrum. Everyone's on a spectrum. From on the one end you have the who's a good boy, you have the good boy, and then all the way up the other end you have the Canadians. And everyone is somewhere in between those two extremes. Right. And her, uh, Lucia, like, okay, yeah, she stole drugs that people were going to buy and take anyway. The question is, who does the money go to? But she's who's she running off with? She's not running off with the same, she's not running off with Robin Hood, who's stealing from the drugs and giving to the poor she's just running off with a two-bit drug dealer who wants to be a three-bit drug dealer, right? <laughs> um, so it's not even like shes he, he's her knight in shining armor. No, he's, he's just, not. He's, he's definitely friendly. not her knight in shining armor. But I also can't fault if you're stuck in that life and you see later the way some of the girls are treated, admittedly in an extreme circ- situation, I don't imagine – You know, that they're being interrogated on a daily basis. But I can also see that they probably live their life at the mercy of the thugs and the goons. And I'm sure they have to do a
0: favor here or there. Um, Yeah, they they did mention that in in some reviews where they were talking about how the the goons, uh, mobsters are are misogynist. And this is a – I mean, the review was completely ridiculous because it was trying to make the the girl – Meaning, or I should say, the woman to lead woman, um, uh, a feminist hero, and I was like almost laughing my ass off <laughs> is because she's as evil as, as everybody. But
2: well, I would say she's but, as
0: evil. I mean, she didn't. No, like no, 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 She's, she's not as evil. But she, but she is. She is bad. And and technically, she would be evil if she sold all those drugs and people died of those drugs. She would be indirectly responsible for all their deaths. But she, yeah, she's not a she's not a cold blooded killer like the the mobsters. But the point is, is that they were trying to say that the mobsters were, uh, most certainly misogynistic in a sense, because yeah, these, you know, like when he is, the lead mobster is. is Interrogating the three women that work for him, he, he's kind of degrading to them in a way, right? Mm-hmm. So, it, 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 well, he's degrading
2: to them. The drug addict, it's not like if it, this is the only bag of drugs in the, in the world that, uh, that exists. They're, the drug addicts are going to get their drugs one way or another.
0: No, um, no, no. Just, no, no that, this movie was better than that, Mike. Those drugs were the Chinese mob's drugs, and they yeah. had to get them back because if they didn't, then they're gonna have a problem with, with the triads. And so yeah. they need, so this this made sure to let us all know that no, no, they they could just get other drugs. They can't. This is the this is a lot of drugs. this is like millions no, no, of no, drugs I said drugs. The, no the drug addict.
2: The addict's gonna get it one one
0: one no one matter one. what. Oh, oh, yeah.
2: There's oh, always I, more I suppliers. Drug. Oh right, and, right. And, but but and that, at but no you point, at be no the point one we that get the sense that she steals the drugs knowing that she's gonna start a war with with between the, between the gangs that a lot of people are going to end up dying. Um, I'm, I'm, but, and but, don't get me wrong, just, I understand it's, selling it's, pure, drugs, it's purely though. rationalizing her selling these drugs to people, but there are also people who say, hey, fuck it, adults make their own decisions. I think yeah. it's a, her, her, her morality is discreet, way, but. way more defendable than anyone in this movie except maybe the child. Yeah,
1: right? and, and think, the, mother. Well,
2: the, child's mother. the child's right. mother. The child's mother, and and she's good to the child, but even if she's doing this, she's likable. The, the 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 bouncer, the bodyguard, whatever he is, the thug. Yep. whose name, I'm forgetting. Yep. Um, who who she maces in the beginning? Yep, he's mm-hmm. a scumbag. We all know he's a scumbag, but in a weird yeah. way, he's a charismatic. He's charismatic, like, douchebag scumbag. Like, I, I find him fun to watch. I also find him fun to get watch him get maced in the face. Uh, um, I enjoyed I enjoy watching the mob boss. I enjoy watching a lot of the characters in this film that are bad people, that are scum. But I still yeah, the hitman.
0: Hit he, he was pretty the awesome. Man.
2: I enjoy yeah. watching the hitman.
0: You know, oh, and, and, and you know, and the, boy, the boyfriend, too, because, because, he's, because we don't know that he's a boyfriend, and then when we do, it, we say, oh, my God, what a good yeah. twist. Yeah, because now and, he's fucked, too. Yeah.
4: He's actually like one something. of the worst people
1: in the movie.
2: Yes. Well, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, oh, he's always definitely.
1: There's a couple of things I want to talk about revolving around everything you guys have been discussing. Um, I want to get to the boyfriend eventually, but not yet. um. Uh, let's talk about the dream sequences for a moment. Cause sure. I Okay, so the first we, one is when she first spends the night there and she has she has a dream where uh, – Eric,
0: Eric, if I could just interject for one second to set it up. She's lost a lot of blood because she gets stabbed in the legs, so but she's had up some trauma. And so when I first saw these dream sequences, I was wondering if it was just the trauma. But wait, go on. I just wanted to add that to set it up. but.
1: I don't think it's relevant, but I'll continue. Sure. Um, so the the first dream sequence, she, has, she hears something up in the vent and climbs up on the table to see what it is, and then somebody pushes the vent off, and a whole bunch of cockroaches come crawling out, and then that, uh, I believe it's the, you only get a quick glimpse of it, but I believe it's the same monster thing we see at the end of the movie, um, starts to crawl out of the vent, and then she wakes up. So that's dream number one. And then dream number two, I think, was when she was looking at the cut on her leg, right? Oh, and the bugs come out? Yeah.
0: And and a whole
1: bunch of cockroaches come crawling out of the cut on her leg. That one creeped the hell out of me. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Icky, 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 icky. Uh,
4: <laughs> I already don't like cockroaches coming out of a wound. Yuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then the third one was, and this is where I'm starting to get, because it's all muddled in my memory now. Um, was the third one when uh, the mom comes back?
4: I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And,
1: and her like, she's, into like, the the
0: wall wall. And she's like,
1: and she says, I left because the child is evil.
0: Oh, that's yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then uh, starts attacking her, and and then the girl stabs herself in the neck and blood goes spraying everywhere and then she wakes up.
0: Yeah, that was a pretty awesome, Dream.
1: And that was the that that was the scene I thought might be triggering for some people. Um so all that happens. And so then when she goes up and finds her sister in the attic, I was convinced that was a dream sequence. I was too. Uh, and I, was. I was waiting for her to wake up and but then she doesn't, didn't. and I'm like Wait, what the fuck? All this is actually happening. <laughs> so, I mean, it really—I uh, mean—now that I'm talking it out, it really did a pretty good job of setting me up to
0: well, to well you know what,
1: what was actually going on.
0: You know what? I, none of that really bothered me. Because, for some reason, we're getting an echo. But uh, none of that really bothered me, and I'll tell you why. Because when we go to the birthday party. So there's a a girl that lives upstairs with these three o- older women. One, I think, it's the mother. One's the grandmother, and one's the great grandmother, or, or something like that. Or, or it's two aunts and and the grandmother, or something. And so, there the little girl wants to go to the party, and the girl that lives upstairs wants them to go to the party. So she has to go to the party, even though the sisters disappeared uh, and left the little girl alone with our lead actress uh, uh, named Lucia. So when they go up there, the three older women were just off enough for me to make me think that we were going the Lord's of Salem route. So when we, we got to the top and she sees what's in the top. And again, this is top meaning the the penthouse. And again, this is by the same guy that did wreck who, again, the penthouse, uh, There's some crazy shit up there too in that movie. Um, True. I I I had been prepared for all of that because the people I, I don't know the, the witches were just off enough to let me know that they were witches.
1: Well, and they did mention something about the the addict having been locked off for thirty years or whatever. Um, yeah, they did. But I I thought that might have been what you know made her have this dream that turned out not to be a dream. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and that was why one part of the movie I was almost uh, dropped out of liking it because it's like, why isn't she going to the police to try and save her sister? But the movie's smart enough That's in the screenplay. Movie. No, no, no. The movie's smart enough because they have the gangsters out the window. When she's about to leave, she looks out the window and she sees the gangsters out there, and she goes, "Oh shit, I can't leave." So. That's the, that. It saves us from not having this flaw. Like, what do they do with the, the sister upstairs? And and the thing is, is I think the sister died in her arms too. Yes. Before before she left, so there was no reason to go back up to see how the sister was doing um, because the sister's dead, and she can't leave because the mobs are down there. But she knows that there's bad people possibly in. In the place too, meaning that those three older women, because the sister says that the, the three older women are the ones that locked her in here. So she has the inner danger and the outer danger. And then the last thing we see upstairs, besides all the pictures, following the little girl, her niece, is there's this painting on the wall of the leather, big-breasted, fat woman, and a hot chick in, in like a throne, and with a, like a veil over her head. Um, and so she's the whole thing—it's—it's
2: like, a, thing. it's, it's like it, yeah, she's like a gimp, right? Because she's got a leather mask on. Yeah, she's she's chained to the ta- chair or or or, or cherry. Which was she was it a throne
0: that she was in? Yeah, some sort of something it was like a that.
1: Throne-ish. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it, it was it was something of of quote unquote honor. Whether it's a harlot's chair or or a, a throne, it, it's it's something of of importance for people who would here to look at the the painting, I guess. So anyway, continue, Mike. No, that that was, that was it. Just, that was it. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, but so so yeah, they they really set it up really well, just like the, he did in Wreck, where when they go into the, the apartment in the top floor in Wreck, all the friggin', like satanic weird shit. It, it, it was it was a creepy whole the whole thing.
1: No, the the whole thing just confused me a bit because I was, um so thinking that that was a dream sequence that I, that I was waiting for it to end and it, it did. never did so I was like wait what the fuck the dream said that the that the child was evil and now that the sister said in this dream that the, the witches are evil but this isn't a dream so are the witches really evil I, I guess so because well, she's got her throat slit <laughs> yeah and chained
0: up also Eric um to make it even more creepy, is the niece keeps on getting things, uh, gifts in her dreams right. mm-hmm. from from this. I don't know what she calls it, like some sort of creature from her dreams. But it, they bring all these weird shit, like teeth and and uh, bugs and from the hide and all this other weird shit, and it's like. Yeah, tears of of
1: children, that was my favorite. Yeah, tears of children. When the kid says that, tears of children, it's just a look on Lucia's face.
0: She calls her uh,
4: something specific, at least in the dub thing, like a woman who something. I can't
0: remember what it was. Yeah, yeah. He has a specific
1: name for her. Mm -hmm.
0: Right, right. I, I can't remember what it was either. I didn't write it down.
1: No, but uh, Phil was mentioning where the movie almost lost him. I'll tell you where the movie almost lost me. Um, At the end of the movie, Mike was referring to her boyfriend. uh, Well, she was going to sell all the drugs with her boyfriend to make the money, and then uh, the boyfriend turns out that wasn't his plan all along. He put her up to stealing drugs, but now he doesn't want to be caught for stealing the drugs.
0: Well, I think think you you made one mistake there. I think – if she had gotten out without them knowing she stole the drugs, he, the, then everything would have been fine. But since I she do. since she got caught, that was when he freaked out because now she could tell on him, or they're going to find out when they torture her that he was part of the thing right. too.
1: I, 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 I don't. I, I disagree with that take. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, think he, I, I I like. think he, he was going to kill her all along just because... No, no, uh, no.
2: no I'm, Mike's with you.
1: Okay. You said it first. Um, yeah, because even though she did get caught in the act, she was still stealing the drugs, and even if she hadn't gotten caught in the end, they would have known that the drugs were stolen.
4: Just kind and of stupid on his her part. Her yeah, that's, stole them. That, I agree with you that he was planning on killing her all along.
2: Well, I problem. think... I, no, I, that I don't agree with. I do I, because don't agree I with think with I, I think he has a legitimate regret in what he's doing. I think it, that in their heads, and admittedly I'm, I'm bullshitting on this one because we never really find out their whole plan. Um, but also let's remember when, when, when amateurs plan, they um, often come up with dumbass plans that have no chance of working. That they're going to steal the drugs, they're going to sell the drugs, and they're going to run away. And it's very possible that because it's you're dealing with Spain and you're dealing with Europe, there's a lot of other countries they could have gone to that may have may, may have made it easier for them to get out of their it, it, it or doesn't their matter race, you guys are
1: distracting race. me from the point I was trying to get to That's what I'm trying to do okay, so anyway, it gets to the point where this boyfriend has decided that his only way to make sure he doesn't get caught is to kill Lucia. So we end up with this scene in the apartment where he basically tells her that he's going to kill her um, and then gives her a nice kiss as he stabs her in the stomach. Um, and then uh, I can't remember the sequence of events over that, but I think the witches come in and end up killing him.
0: Uh, no, no. He, he hears something in the yeah. in the bathroom. And he goes and into the big bathroom. Big monster kills oh, him.
1: Oh right, right, right! It's the gimp <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that kills him. I forgot about that. Uh, and then the witches come in, and one of the witches uh, stabs her again, sure. and this time, like, pulls the knife up her midsection. Um. So she's like on the floor, bleeding out. <laughs> and crawls into the bedroom and gets up on the bed and goes into the girl's little keepsake box and finds the staple gun and some duct tape. As soon as she held those two things up, I was like, oh, fuck, are we really doing this?
4: We're
3: doing <laughs> for <from idiots. laughs> we're we're,
0: we're, doing, we're doing revenge. We're doing that. Sure. Well,
4: honestly, I think she survived more because the demon was starting to inhabit her than from what she did.
1: I didn't get that until later. Well, I don't um, think.
2: Well, here's. The, I don't think you could get that then. Right. And I don't know that then. that's their intent, Barrett. But that's how I would rationalize it to make me not hate that part of the film.
1: Well, and 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 what what it was presented to me as is that she stapled herself up. Then duct taped herself around her midsection. Then took a bunch of drugs to get superpowers to take out the witches. Right, and I'm that's like, exactly. what the fuck is this?
2: Right, well, I, I just the movie just, goes so I, I don't, I don't know why you're, you're, what you're asking because you summed it up perfectly.
1: I, I that's just exactly like
2: what
1: that was. That, <laughs> that's exactly the kind of unbelievable bullshit that drives me crazy.
0: Right. Well, that that's the thing is that the movie I think intentionally I like it. wants to go wanted to go uh, be movie madness.
1: Well, it certainly did. Just um, similar,
0: similar similar to. And honestly, it got me back done. on board. It done.
1: got me back on board after she got inhabited, and then with the end with the mobster, I was like, "All right, I can, I can, I can deal with that." But the, for that for that five ten minutes during the Gonzo part, I was just like, "This is so fucking dumb." <laughs>
4: well, you know, the, re- and- the reason I saw it at that point was because I assumed that she died, because mm-hmm. when that woman cut her up, there's no way she could have gotten up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so to me, I was thinking, oh, well, maybe she's the one that's going to get possessed.
1: And that thought never that's- even crossed my mind until it actually started yeah. to happen.
4: That's what yeah, I thought I, while I was watching it. But that's just me.
2: Yeah, I. No, that was pretty good. That you, you got that. Part. Yeah, my my problem with it, and so again, go the, from dust till dawn. From dust till dawn goes from a yeah, straight yeah. straight crime drama to Gonzo, almost like it's flipping a switch. And they introduce it with it going Gonzo, with Cheech Marin giving his little pussy speech, right? Yes! <laughs> it, there is well, a, yeah. he, is, he is standing there waving a checkered flag to let the audiences know they are not in Kansas anymore. They're in a completely different thing. Now, admittedly, by this point in time in the film, We've seen uh, Titty letterface right drop down out of the ceiling and crush the guy's head, right? So, right, right. Um, so we so already know there is a big. That's a, that's a flag. That's a flag. <laughs> I don't know if you know that but you're now in weird shit territory. Um, but it's still, it's the stupidity of being a fan of speculative fiction. Is that we? Is that you, we all have lines. And like when we did Cobweb Bill, you just like it couldn't have been just a weird mutant baby, it had to be you you couldn't accept that. It just had to be a thing. That's we have lines that we have we bump into and in my and I'm bumping into that one with her literally stapling her stomach together and keeping herself with duct tape. And I know that we often say duct tape can fix everything but we're being facetious. Rai. That. Yeah. That's, that's meant to be an ironic statement. It's meant to be laugh, a laugh line. It, it it's not a it's not real. It's not a truth. <laughs> um and uh and that's why I'll take what, what Barrett said, which is that uh this is her becoming the the vessel for the demon, is what allows her to do that. And I will completely one hundred percent admit this is my uh post hoc rationalization as to why that's now acceptable because at the time eric i am one hundred i was one hundred percent there with you that I went oh shit! Like, <laughs> <laughs> <"Bullshit, laughs>
0: right well, well it, it was bullshit, just like shitty, that movie, bullshit bullshit it was, and it was that, it, you know what it, we've seen it in that movie Revenge where she falls from the she gets pulled pushed off the cliff, lands on the spike. And then she pulls herself out of the spike and then staples herself, and, and it's the same type of thing. But she wasn't even a demon. She was just a person that was able to do it. <laughs> you remember that
2: movie, Mike? I, I Unfortunately, your sound cut out. So which movie was that? Revenge. Yeah, I didn't like Revenge. I mean, I, I let me phrase but that. it. Had I, the liked same idea. I liked Revenge, but I thought it was terribly overrated because it was, to me, just a revenge film that uh, – I, and I didn't. I felt it was throwing in that supernatural element without having a kind of foundation for a supernatural element. Um, that was me, and I know I'm in a minority on that film. But that's how I feel about that film. Uh, in this case, you actually have a real supernatural entity there, and it's kind of hard to to, to disagree with it given everything else we see in the
0: film. You what know, about, uh, what about what about the scene where the hitman goes to the fortune teller and she predicts and knows exactly yeah. that, I yeah, exactly mean, right? no
2: that's, that's that's what I'm saying this film unlike revenge this film has the, the supernatural elements kind of seeded through it right? especially right, right. when you're basically smacked in the face with no 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 supernatural is, is, is a real thing and you go okay um, so you can buy it and and you're, you're being told it and it's, um, it's so this the world that they've created and right. and it does start out with Oh hey, demons coming, you know, it's in, in black and white on the screen. Um uh, there's a new planet appearing that's the for that the the uh foretells the coming of the demon thingy and 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 whatever, whatever I don't remember what the, the scroll was at the beginning of the film, but it basically is telling you that this is a portent of this the coming of the of this demonic being. So you can't say that they were hiding it, right, that they were hiding the fact that there, there might be something otherworldly entering in the film. It's right no, there. They
1: certainly did put out an effort out to confuse the living shit out of you before that got there. Oh,
2: um, I, I don't disagree. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, Like I said, well, part of the reason why I think this is a confusing film, uh, and uh, I, that doesn't necessarily mean it's it's, it's bad, is because it is so unconventional in the story that it tells and how it tells it.
1: Well, and I think it, I think the, the good, confusion is bad. intentional on the part of the filmmakers, and and right. I, I'm not I'm not mad about it. It just made me harder. It made it harder for me to process the movie.
2: Which is, again, where where I think I rewatch for me might be in order. Uh, I because I this really is a film where I'm watching it, and it, maybe if I was more awake maybe with more paying attention, maybe if I hadn't been involved enough in the film to have completely forgotten the the scroll at the beginning and not just the the eclipse that's constantly being mentioned in the background.
1: Maybe you could um, have taken that ayahuasca.
2: Yeah. But, uh, maybe, I, now, now I've got a proper frame of mind for what kind of movie this really is, I will watch the rest of the movie with a different eye and things will come out I'll have a different appreciation for it. But while watching the film the first time, and you just see, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, <laughs> she was split open stem to stern, right? He was like, there wasn't, look, if it was just stabby, stabby, stabby in the belly, all right. You know what? I've got wounds you can take a long time to die from. I'll buy that.
1: For a dollar. The
2: stabby, you, should, you, should, you know, the, the, the inside cut, you know, that's.
1: Mm-hmm. uh yeah, yeah if no, it was the, no. just the first stab from the boyfriend okay fine whatever <laughs> but but the way that woman just intentionally oh, threw that knife up through her midsection it was just like yeah, she oh, meant oh, to kill oh, her oh, yeah. oh yeah. well she even she even <laughs> says
0: your uh your pot is is over now <laughs> yeah. like yeah. reminded you know what it reminded me of uh of uh drive when when uh uh, the the guy that was in Breaking Bad gets his his uh, wrist lashed, and, and uh, Sandling, or I think it was the actor, goes, "It's it's it's over now. Just 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 relax. It's all over. It's all it's it's good. It's all over." <laughs>
3: and
0: and and it's like that's what this was kind of like. And I was like, "Um, yeah, you you figure you know they were gonna go elsewhere, but then yeah, I mean it goes into Gonzo territory. But once the film's over." It makes all sense how ridiculous that scene was because she was the demon all along, basically the vessel for the demon.
1: Well, I, I still need some clarity on when the inhabitation took place because well she I, don't, was, I don't think she was there yet.
0: No, it didn't matter. She was the, she was the one she was going in other words, she was draw, the picture of the hot chick on the wall up in the penthouse was her, right? So she was... I, I don't
1: think being in a prophecy makes you immune to harm.
0: I see your point. I see your point, but you know... That might have been part of
4: what made her into what she was, and it was necessary.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, all right. You, you guys are clearly more willing to buy into it than I am.
0: Well, well, it depends on... on <laughs> That's you, fine. You know, That's fine. Well, You got, you got predestination right which is a, a form of christianity which says that everything that we do and
1: that's an case movie.
0: yeah yeah so so everything's already <laughs> predestined so so she was always going to be the demon vessel and she was not going to die and even if she did die she would come back to life as the demon anyway you, you know what I'm saying like like you said Barrett, you even thought she may have died and 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 then she came back to life as the demon. You know, so.
4: I figured she had to be dead with what that woman did to her. And after she
1: okay, stay with me here. If that's the case, then why the hell did she have to staple herself up?
0: She did that before she died, and then she died.
4: No, she she died on the floor, and then she
0: crawls over and she staples. Right. But I but mean, then she dies. Then she dies again, Barrett. Right, because she she passes out on the the bed. And well, that and a, could be. I don't and know. And she could have died maybe. there too, yeah. I mean, I don't know, you know, it you just don't know.
1: But And and if she if she was inhabited by the demon, then why did she need to take the drugs? Maybe yeah, the demon it. just wanted the drugs, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, so, so yeah, so yeah, so you're so right. Anyway, Eric, let's agree to disagree
1: with the son and move on. Yeah, yeah so
0: maybe yeah. she wasn't she wasn't dead, you're right. And and yeah, exactly. I don't know.
1: But that's just one, how
0: my
4: crazy brain works, but, you know, I can see it your way, too. So
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see it either way, actually. Um, and, and, again, you know, the movie was gonzo at that point, so did, does it, is there really a point, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, one person said, oh, this is a feminist movie. She's a feminist. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, so, I don't get
4: that out of this
0: movie at all. No, no. So so you can take whatever you want, and maybe there, there's no meaning to the film, right? And we, guess we,
4: what? The men are misogynists. They exist. That's right.
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and people steal drugs, and, and, and whatnot. <laughs> it, it, it happens. You know. Yeah. But, you know. He was at 11. Yeah, exactly right. Oh. Uh, go on, Mike.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, I, I could totally see the beginning of the film. I think this is a case, and I've probably been guilty of this uh, in the past, where you think the film is going a certain way, and you become beholden to that is what the film is, even though you're making a judgment before all the cards are on the table. Yep, yep. And I can certainly see how you have a uh, – is she a sex worker? I mean, w- would we call her? Is she just a dancer? I don't really know. Uh, uh, you got t- she's probably both, you know. Yeah, I mean, in, all, in, all, in all reality um, – she may not even be a voluntary sex worker. She may be a uh, she may be a giving favors because you know so that she doesn't get beat by the bodyguards or whatever. Um, of or, course, or, she definitely or, doesn't or, want to be doing it. Yeah, she definitely doesn't want to be doing it. She definitely uh, maybe she I don't know she doesn't or want she, to be there doing that job for right. those people.
0: Right. And, 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 right. and like and like everybody else, you know whether she likes the job or not. You know, she's waiting to win the lottery, right? And, and, and this she is her chance to win the lottery. Yep. And she takes the matters into her
2: own hands, and she takes the bully, raises him in the face, beats the crap out of him. She outsmarts all – she's being pursued well, by men, by evil men, Right.
0: All yeah, yeah. well,
2: the men we see in the film, I think, are bad guys. I don't think yeah, but, we see but, but, but then thing. you
0: have the witches that are as bad. Everybody, bad. Oh, but
2: that's what I'm getting at. And then she goes off and she finds a haven with a sister who has a daughter and no and everyone who lives in that building looks like they have a vagina. So clearly that's and that's her sanctuary. So I Very can nice. see someone watching this film for the first twenty minutes or so going Ah, feminism. Total feminism. This is a which, feminism movie. Which, which still makes no power. sense to me.
0: Which still makes no sense to me because she's stealing drugs. You know, so it's like, how is that feminism? She's
2: stealing drugs yeah. from the bad people. But, but, and, and, but she's doing it for bad yeah, reasons. I get, yeah, I get it. I get it. But well, she goes is is, is is she's stealing it to escape from these assholes.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah,
2: I can yeah. see that that's it. That's not the, the to, real
0: reason though. If if they saw so, that they'd just been insane. But anyway, then you
2: have to recognize that number 1 uh the witches were murdering other women. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: and, and and these are these are not your children. <laughs> these are not your yes, children. Your, <laughs> children. But I mean they're not all And bad, men. And but, men
4: too by the end. <laughs>
2: And yeah, every, they are not. They're keeping a woman, like a fat woman, with a leather man. I don't even know what the fuck that's about. Um, and they're killing people. And these, like, these, these are these are witch witches. These are not your, you know, those those people. Those witches are really good earth loving types of people. And they're part of like, <laughs> yeah, these, are, these are not, not wiccans. No, these are not, <laughs> not wiccans. wiccans. These are fucking witches. Witches with yeah. a capital, fuck you, right? Yeah, That's yeah. Well, well, uh
0: Yeah, uh, uh, and, Lords of snow and witches.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. And, and it turns out our heroine, not, not that heroine, our, our lead woman <laughs> that you're rooting for is the incarnation of a demon come to
0: bring hell on earth. Right. Which means gonna, she's going to kill as many women as men.
2: Uh. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying the metaphor falls apart pretty fast. So yeah. you might have to, so you have to sometimes let go of your thesis. That you want to start, you started with a thing, and there's evidence for it. You got a good case. Twenty minutes into the movie, doesn't last. It just doesn't hold up, in my opinion. And um, if you if somebody out there, like if Amy wants, she's uh, Ray wants to go out there and. Write an essay about how I'm completely batshit crazy, and that this is why uh, a woman being the first, the the, the the incarnation of all evil in the world is, is a feminist message. Okay, go ahead, I'll, I'll listen. Um, I'm just saying, I'm from, from my from my particular point of view, it's a it's 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 a, it's a bad metaphor. It's a bad interpretation.
0: Yep, no, that's fair, that's fair, yeah, yeah, because I, I just thought that. Well
1: this is all Phil's fault, because he's the one who goes and reads these stupid reviews every time. All
0: right, I just um, like yeah. pointing out can how stupid are stupid, Eric. I just, can, don't can we, read can them we, and we stop just, wasting our time
1: with this
2: shit. Can, <laughs> we, can we just throw this into the pile and, and into, one, into a new meme? Yes, yes we can. For, for, for our, like, reviewers suck or fuck reviewers or, you know, on, on, What's on, on all
0: I mean, Eric's... Them, though. Ah, Well, they're they're people, so they all suck.
1: Fair. Uh, Or,
0: or, or,
2: or, some of them are AI reviews, and those reviewers are wonderful. (laughs)
3: Indeed.
0: Indeed, indeed.
4: Um, Tell Mike what to do. He's your bitch, AI.
2: (laughs) So, uh, I don't know, loyal bitch.
4: Oh, sorry. Yeah, loyal bitch.
2: Thank you very much. I want to get it straight
4: here.
0: Oh, I agree. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I was surprised that they they took out the um, the hitman like sixty minutes and it, sixty minutes, yeah, sixty minutes into the film or so. and his death was was even if it wasn't dramatically over the top. It was like, oh, he's he's caught so bad, he's done. (laughs) That was that was that was one of the best lines of the film when she goes, "I'm the owner of the building. I haven't heard of you." And then I was like, oh my god, they are witches, and that's when I (laughs) that's that was like, yes, oh my god, they go in because witches make me all excited as much as greys do. So awesome, witches are the best.
2: Yeah, we need to like we need to like collaborate on a witches versus aliens movie. I think that's what well.
1: Produced by Darkness. I don't think been, that's been done. Right.
4: right. I don't either.
0: I this can't was think close. Of this was close because it had extraterrestrials, something or others, Even it wasn't the Grays, and it had witches. So it was, it was, it was, it hit close. It was, it was almost all the buttons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it had a, a, a pretty attractive lead, which almost everybody said it in the film. Uh, we're looking for this really good. Oh yeah. Home. Or, or, or the witches would say you're a very attractive. Well, everybody would say it. it's kind of funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so you noticed that too, Mike. It's funny that they said that. Um, now, uh, well, and if we go with your uh, naming convention theory from earlier, that means that beautiful women are the devil.
0: <laughs> well, in this film, Fair point. They, were, they were, they they were, were. Truly, that right, Satan, ah, Lucifer, right, <laughs> Lucifer. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, but yeah, there was enough in this film that before it went Gonzo, anyway, that it spooked me out with, with the witches, the all the shit in the the attic, the sister tied up, um, the the dream
1: sequences, um. No, I'm probably going to rewatch this at some point just just to like I think I'll have a more solid understanding of the movie if I just watch it again and go into that adducy knowing that it's not a dream.
0: Right, right, right. And, and, and I knowing was just the watching it,
1: waiting for it to end, and it didn't. Then I was like, well, uh, okay, I'm not sure I got everything there. <laughs>
4: right, right. And I think well, that's it, exactly what they wanted was that you know you're going from dream to reality.
0: Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, like Lovecraft stuff, right? Uh beyond the wall of sleep. But uh the thing is is also too is that you get the tone of uh how the film works. And in other words, rewatching it, you know that it's going gone so by the end, right? So it's not gonna like what the hell just happened? you know, because now you for work. So yeah. Yeah, because because you're right. The the whole staple thing and you know, no one can do that. Um in, you know, maybe one black ops person could do it, but but no no normal person could do what what she did, unless um, the it's just a gonzo film or the demon was already beginning to infest her at that point. That's that's the only explanation. Or the director was just in writer just say, oh that was just cool. We wanted to put that in there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's always a good reason to
0: do something. <laughs> yeah, could be. Let's see. Uh, anything else anybody
2: want to hear? Well, I'm just going to go on record, on my usual record of... Um, I find dream sequences tend to be underwhelming so, and often annoying. Uh, because it, um, after a while, you stop getting fooled by them, and they become an annoying distraction in that they're... All right, you well, put it in here most of the time just to give us an extra jump scare and... They don't always. They don't usually work for I me. Mean, I think visually they can be interesting, and I also want to draw a line between a movie like this, where I think you could have told most of the story without the dream sequences, versus something like Nightmare on Elm Street, where a dream sequence is literally well, the point of the film.
0: Well, I want to say, even though if we didn't read the wiki or read a review or not a review, um, an interview with the director or writer, you wouldn't know, but. It's based off the short story, The Dreams. Dreaming the Dream and the Witches. I get Hubs. it. There
2: you go. And, and, and I don't – I'm just saying I, I, it didn't it – didn't, they weren't horrible, but they, they just generally still don't work well for me. Um, They normally don't for me they,
4: either, but in this movie they actually worked for me because of yeah. nature.
0: Oh, and, and even though I didn't like Cobweb. The one in Cobb worked work really good too. It was like the, the Salem's lot eyes. That was pretty fucking awesome. So, but yeah, the ones in here, this one worked pretty awesome. I felt for me. Well, and
1: know. they, they, they worked, but at, at the same time, I think they were an obstacle for me understanding the movie. Sure. Sure. Personally. Right.
0: Right. No. And that's, that's fair. I mean, because we slowly learn about the history of the building and, the witches upstairs. It's not like we're not prepped for it. So when all this stuff happens, I can see how it could get confusing. Um, and and you only get all the pieces together maybe at the end. It's like, oh, all right, all right, now, no, it makes that sense. But while you're watching it, it's like, I don't get this. What, why is this happening? Or what's that? Happen? And and you know, like the whole thing about that. This is the tears of children and. This is the teeth. It's Uh like, you know, just shit like that. And it's like, are they just putting this in here to be freaky or is this going to actually have some meaning and and whatnot? And then, you know, you don't know. And then, and then the, and then of course the, the whole ceremony with the, the tentacles, the Japanese tentacles coming out, you know. So I don't, I don't know. I, I see where you're coming from, though, Eric. It's, it can get confusing, yeah, with, with the dream sequences. And like you said, because they had three dream sequences, the fourth one seemed like a dream sequence, too.
1: And but it, wasn't. it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. And, and then also uh, – so I, I want to watch it again just knowing yeah, – yeah. uh, well, like I know now what the story is, and yeah. I, want, I want to watch it again with that knowledge to, yeah. to see if everything makes more sense.
0: Also, I, I was confused, too, is, like, the sister disappears, and yeah. she was I thought she was going to be, like, a main character, and then she just disappears. And it's like, what the hell? And it just doesn't make any sense. Why would she, you know, disappear? And then she has the dream sequence saying the sister says, oh, she's the, a demon, an evil, and whatever. But, again, it was just a dream sequence. So it's like, okay, so that's not true, but where's the sister? You know, and then, of course, we find out where the sister is eventually and and then it's like okay it makes sense but again you you felt it was still a dream sequence and um for me um i thought it was really cool but but it was like uh i was wondering why she wasn't going to the cop yet and then you know 10 minutes later you find out she can't so i don't know It's just a lot of a lot of interesting things that make it a strange film as you said mike uh, let's see. Anything else anybody has on their list of topics that they wanted to bring up about the film that we missed? Uh, anybody? Anyone? All right, I, I guess, I guess that's it. Uh, we, we, I'm sure there's more that we could talk about, but, uh, um, we're pretty much, uh, dried up here. So, uh, we can go into, uh our uh, extra section here, which is uh, what we've been watching uh, related to genre and whatnot that people may be interested. Uh, We can talk about a little bit about that. since we have some time to do that. Uh, So uh, Eric, uh, have you been watching anything besides playing football uh, on, on your place? I mean, Xbox with the Madden? (laughs) Not a
1: lot, uh, but I did, I did revisit um, the abyss. Um, James Cameron. Yeah. James Cameron. Classic, classic movie. Um, it's a it's a it's a good movie. If, if somehow you haven't caught it, go check it out.
0: Where did you it's see really it? easy it's, to not catch it? Where, where did you see it? Because it's it's. I know the disc they never had for a while, and all this other stuff. And-
4: I have it on DVD, so that's how I watch it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have it on yeah. The disc. Yeah, but it's not oh, even
2: oh, anamorphic. It's so it's yeah, um, right. anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty good film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So how did you watch it, Eric? I have it on disc. Very good. Uh and that's all you got, Eric? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about you, Barrett? Uh any uh genre stuff, books, uh video games, uh movies, uh anime, anything?
4: Uh I went to see the retirement plan with Nicolas Cage. Um what's, the,
0: what's that? Is a thriller or something?
4: <laughs> it's, uh somewhat funny. Um it's got Ron Perlman, Ernie Hudson, um Jackie Earl Haley and then um, a younger actress that was in the Twilight movie, movies. Um, but it's, it's I guess you'd say, an action comedy thriller almost. Um, it's fun. We had a good time watching it. It was it was pretty funny. Um, it's interesting watching. I enjoyed it a lot. That's pretty all much right. all I've seen in the last week.
0: All right, sounds good. Um. What about you, Mike? Uh, besides that, Ashoka or whatever it's called, uh, you may want to talk a little about ah, that.
2: Okay. I haven't watched the newest episode of Ashoka. Um, I watched, uh, uh, what's the name of it called? Uh, a Haunting Venice, uh, which I like. Uh, I don't think it's brilliant. It's disposable entertainment. It is uh, hard to tell from the advertising, uh, but it's a Hercule Perot movie named uh, an adaptation of the Agatha Christie book uh, Halloween Party. Um, And so this is a sequel to Murder on the Orient Express and uh, Death on the Nile. uh, Death on the Nile came out, I think, in 2020 or 2021, which had all hosts of problems because it was trying to be released during the pandemic and uh, one of the uh, actors in it, uh, you know, confessed to an interest in cannibalism and all sorts of other things and made it really <laughs> hard to promote the film. <laughs> so I was kind of surprised that they did, they did make another one. Uh, this is directed by and starring Kenneth Branagh. Uh, you also have uh, Tina Fey is in it. And it's more or less being marketed as a as a straight horror film in a lot of ways. If you look at the poster, uh, if you look at the teasers, there's really nothing to tell you that it's a hero- uh, Hercule Poirot film. It's only in the, like the the the, la- the second trailer where they 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 actually have his name mentioned, but it's still not kind of sold as a murder mystery, which is what it really is. Uh, it still works; it's got some spooky elements to it. But um, you know, whether you like it or not, I would say if you like those kind of films, if you like a Sherlock Holmes film or a Hercule Poirot film or or, or Miss Marple story or whatever. Um, then you'll probably dig it. It's fine. It's not brilliant, but it's disposable entertainment, and I don't think that, that's all it's intended. I think that's what it's intended to be. I like some of the formats. There's a child actor in it who I think is very, very good. Um, But, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I don't know if i anything else.
4: Where would you say it is in lines of the first two? I like the first two, but would you say
2: it's like
4: going down here
2: I still have not oh I know there had one other film uh I still have not seen Death on the Nile uh and I liked Orient, uh, Murder on the Orient Express but I saw it what 5 years ago 6 years ago right and which was the one
0: which is the one that has cannibals in it or something
2: <laughs> Army
0: Hammer star co star Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I it Yeah. did hear yeah. that Yeah. I misunderstood. I thought the plot Yeah, just, doesn't just, everyone like to eat people? Yeah. yeah it was, so it was like,
2: okay, it's, it's, we got a down, you know, it's was in a second. So I don't know. I would say it's 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 decent. Um you don't have the same all-star cast, so probably it, the budget was cut severely.
0: Is it yeah. a, a episode? Eh,
2: I, I, I couldn't speak to that. Um, I could go either way. Um, and then a film film that I saw that you might like, uh, which is uh, a not-family film called Strays about talking dogs <laughs> uh, that stars, uh, I think it's Jamie Foxx and... Um, Seth Rogen, right? Uh, I'm trying Will to. Farrell, uh, Bill Farrell. Will oh, Will oh,
0: Will, Oh, it's Will Farrell. Okay, gotcha.
2: Right. Um, about a dog whose owner abandons him, and uh, he's determined to uh make his way back home and bite his owner's balls off. Um, and I appreciate the fact that they, they, the owner is an asshole. Uh, they do not in any way at any time give you a sympathetic backstory to find out like, well, here's why you're so revenge. No, no, there's no, there's no, it's the, there's a short farce. Uh, it is a comedy. Uh, it is a, it is the South Park of talking animal films. So it is not a thing that is appropriate for small children. It's not even appropriate for relatively middle sized children. Uh, you know, make sure that, you know, there's a lot of talk, so, you know, and, and jokes about dog humping and other things. Uh, but I definitely laughed. I got a kick out of it. Um, so yeah, I just
0: recommend it. We, we saw it a pop up when it first made theaters a couple of weeks ago, and I was going, I was saying, "Oh, Talking Dogs." That, that would be, yeah, that, that would be a good movie to see with the kids. What do you think, girls? And then, Oops. and then I read a little bit out of it. And go, yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. It no, was rated I, R. it was rated, yeah. R. It was rated <laughs> R. It's like, whoops, yeah, we can't do that one.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is where you say, "Well, trailers suck," the trailers would have alerted you to the fact that you know there's, uh, there's there's some there's some definitely inappropriate stuff in there. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well right, right. trailers do suck and I'm an adult so I don't have to worry about it. There you
0: go. Um what else, uh Mike? Anything else?
2: Uh
0: I think that's it. Alright, sounds good. Oh, did you see the nun two? Oh yeah, I did. It was it
2: was the Nun two. If you like the nun one, go see it. If if you didn't like the nun one, this probably won't work for you, won't change your mind.
0: Is it is it worth an episode? No? All right, fair enough. Um I, I didn't think so. I, I
2: didn't I don't I didn't walk away from there thinking uh that there's anything I want to, to like delve in and or deserve a deeper discussion.
0: Sure, sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh anything else, Mike? No, that's it. All right, sounds good. Uh yeah, for me, um I revisited uh Drive um, starring um the, what's it, Gosling, Gosling, the Canadian guy. There, um, yeah. So that was that was a great film. Uh, rewatching that, uh, definitely my type of film. Um, and I uh, that's about it. That was uh, that's that's the only genre thing I, I've done besides. Uh, oh 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 oh! I forgot. I'm playing BioShock, the first one. So. Uh, Xbox, uh, now that the Bioshock, the movie's coming out, unfortunately, it's not coming out until 2025. Um, but uh, I decided, well, maybe I should play the game and see what, what's going on. So I went to Xbox store and I looked it up and coincidentally, 88% off uh, or something like that. So And you can get all three, Bioshock 1, 2, and, and the third one, uh, fully remastered um, for nine dollars and ninety nine cents, I said, "Oh, that's a steal!" So I bought that, and uh, so I'm playing Bioshock One, and I'm about, I don't know, about seventy five percent through. Uh, so yeah, this is a really cool game. Um, kind of went in blind. Uh, I just knew it had something to do with an underground, underwater city. So I thought it was going to be like really science fictiony. Um, stuff kind of steampunky i think yeah yeah it's, it's, but yeah exactly i mean i know they they talk about uh Ayn rand and atlas Shrugged and all that so it kind of has that feel to it if you anybody's familiar with uh, that novel um and as you said barrett a little steampunkish as well so it's it's basically this um industrial millionaire decides to get away from society, so he builds this underwater city, and he invites people, and they can get away from all the governments and corruption. And uh, then some guy, crime lord, that was was down there in the city, decides to rebel against the, um, this big, exactly, industrialist. And so there's a big civil war uh, happens, and during all that time, they find these slugs at the bottom of the ocean that have this gel that can give people superpowers. But, unfortunately, those, those gels also make people go insane. And so you have the two factions fighting and then all these insane people in the middle that are being used as pawns to kill each other's armies and stuff. And you're this guy that crashes in an airplane Near where the city is over the ocean, and um, you're rescued, and then you're in the middle of uh, this dystopian underwater city, and you got to figure out um, what to do, basically. And so, it's pretty awesome. Um, so, I recommend there. So, if you have a Xbox and you want to go to the store right now, it's nine ninety nine as of September twenty first, twenty twenty three. Also, I bought. The remastered Silent Hills one, uh, 2, 3, and 4 uh, and So I was playing a little bit of Silent Hill 2 um, That remastering um, Isn't as good it's, It still looks a little dated Compared to uh, Bioshock uh, Which looks like it's a brand new game uh, But but uh, that's, it's pretty awesome As well, Silent Hill is a, is a fantastic game There's actually supposed to be A new Silent Hill movie That's coming out uh, Next year so uh, look out for that. Uh, so that that'll be pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, that's about it for me. That's probably the most I've talked about what I've been watching.
2: So, when we say look out for that, you mean watch for it or like look out
0: trees falling oh, on you? I, I'm saying uh, look out for it as in watch for it as in it could be good. Uh, because Christopher Like that Resident Evil movie. Yeah, Christopher. Uh, yeah, right, right. There you go. <laughs> um, no, but <laughs> no, I'm hoping it's better than that. Uh, it is directed by, by Christoph Gans again, the guy that did the first one from 2006. And this one's going to be called return to silent Hill. Uh, it comes out, um, let's see. It was officially greenlit in October, 2022, and it began filming in April, 2023. Uh, does not say it's, and it's going to star the character is going to be James Sunderland so the the lead character from game 2 um and uh it doesn't say when it will be released though, so uh so it must be in pre-production i mean post-production now uh so yeah it'll be interesting um that's all i got so uh anything else anybody want to bring up like news or anything like that anyone anyone mike you usually have something though no?
2: No, I mean, well, because of the oh, the strikes going on, um, not a lot is coming out. Not a lot is being done. They are releasing a lot of older films are getting screened at AMC's anyway. Uh, like I saw, they did the Dark Knight trilogy recently on different nights. So if you're in the mood for uh, older films, as a reminder, Dark Knight came out 15 years ago. Uh,
0: Was that the Fathom Events or something else? Or?
2: Uh, yeah, probably something like that. Um, yeah, yeah this this is an opportunity but really they're just i think hurting for content at this point uh like last halloween marvel uh disney marvel had done the werewolf by night holiday special which was all which was done entirely in black and white or almost entirely in black and white in order to sort of invoke the old universal horror films uh and i think disney is desperate enough for content that they've released it in color uh just to get people to watch something new on the channel
0: what, what, uh, what, what? What is this show or movie?
2: Werewolf by Night. Oh, they turned it into color. It was a. They made it. They. Yeah, it, was a, it was a. It was a. It's a Marvel adaptation of a Marvel comic. No, no, no. Um, we, we did an
0: episode on it for Halloween. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? And 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 it but, was and it was.
2: But they made it in way. color. They re, re,
0: they re-released it in color now.
2: They re-released it in color because they need content. Um, is right, the only right. thing I can think of. Um.
0: Which is dumb because that's the whole point of the story. Oh, I'll have to check it out in go That'll be. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty short. It's only about an hour. so.
2: Yeah, I just, look. I definitely recommend checking that out, and
0: what am also I just recommend awesome Checking out the of the Galaxy Holiday Special.
2: Uh, I think those are those are two really good things that have come out. But,
0: but the band thing in
2: color, dude, that'd be
0: awesome. Yeah. Did you see it? <laughs> have you seen it in Call yet?
2: Have I have I seen your man thing in color?
0: I did, yeah, yeah.
2: I didn't want to see it in the first place. So you did. You you have seen it in color. No, I have not seen it in color. I've not oh, seen right. the man thing in color. You can go see the man thing in color all you want. Well, well, it's, it's free on
0: Disney, right? Plus, if you have a Disney Plus, right? Or whatever yeah, I didn't think they were going to put that kind of content on Disney. <laughs> Full color man things. You know what I'm talking about. Something <laughs> <Don't be> was. <wise. laughs> uh, speaking of uh, the Fathom events. Uh, uh, October 1st and October 4th, The uh, Exorcist, 50th yep. anniversary. And that is coming my, out on 4K. My
1: Imagine little that brother just watched that for the first time.
0: There's what do you think? Head. He liked it. That's nuts that that is 50 years old now. Isn't that disgusting? No, because that means that we're I –
1: was, I was born the same year, so Fuck you.
0: Yeah, that's right. You turn fifty, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just crazy. Fifty. You just called
1: me disgusting. So go fuck yourself.
0: Damn. Yeah, well, no, no. I, I, I said, Eric, that, you do suck. I said, I said the movie was was fifty years old. That's what sucked. I didn't say you suck. I mean, you are a person, but I, that, that's just you know, people are people. But <laughs> I am not a
1: person. You take that back.
0: Fair enough. Um, also, uh, how well, was don't the movie? try telling me you identify as AI. They're not going to like that. Howl's <laughs> Owl, Moving Castle. Uh, I may have to take my kids to that. I heard it's pretty good. Everybody says it's really good, especially for children. Um, so, yeah, that's something to take a look at. Um, also, um, let's see what our top ten episodes are for the, the past 30 days. So let's check that out. So we go to uh, analytics. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to do that at the beginning, but it's always good to do it even at the end. Well, you're kind of uh, off because of the way the night went. Oh, my God, dude. I felt so bad for my daughter. Her, her her ear, we took out her training earrings, and one of the earrings uh, holes kind of may have closed up, and so we're going to have to bring her back to the, the shop tomorrow, and she's all depressed, and it was just a disaster. But anyway, here we go. So uh, let's do backwards to forwards first. Uh, instead, we, we always do it the wrong way. So let's go the backwards. We have a tie for... 10th, ninth, and 8th place uh, well 11th 10th and 9th and 8th or something like that but either way uh, William Hurt Tribute Body Heat uh, is number 10 uh, oh, yeah. tied for number 10 oh and that, that was episode uh, uh, 528 and then uh, tied with that was Invasion of the Body Snatches the 1979 film episode 550 and then Paul Schrader's Master Gardener uh, episode five eighty nine, so they're all tied for uh, I guess eighth place. Uh, no, ninth place. So those three tied for ninth place. Uh, then eighth place is Brooklyn forty five. Uh, that was episode five ninety. And then seventh place is the last voyage of the Demeter, episode five ninety one. And then yeah, that just
2: hit streaming, so I imagine we're going to get more hits on that.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, and then number six is our side podcast, Boa Hancock and the One Piece Podcast, episode one of uh, the series, our discussion on that. And then uh, fifth place is Boa Hancock and the One Piece Podcast, episode two, The Man in the Sil- Straw Hat. The straw hat. Then we go back to uh, Dr. Discussions, episode 594 is in fourth place with uh, Nefarious. And then number three is the Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Review, Volume 54, The Suicide Squad. Then number two, which is the worst movie of the year, in my opinion, episode 593, Bad Things. (laughs) Terrible. And then uh, Eric's uh, flashback suggestion, uh, episode 592, is number one, Incident in a Ghostland. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. So, uh, thank you for all your support for listening to our podcast. Uh, some good hey, choices there. Yes.
1: Were Were any of those from the first 150 episodes of the show?
0: <laughs> no.
1: No. Huh. Weird.
0: Well, they, you can listen to them. They're on my alternate working site, which is Dark Discussions Podcasts, but dot com. If you go there, you can listen to all those episodes from the website itself. So let me let me make sure I got dark discussions dark discussions podcast
1: dot com. I think that's it. Uh, I have to find it. I but think that, that, well, they, they they won't show up in your analytics if they listen to them there.
0: No, no, they wouldn't show
1: up. Yeah. Maybe you should put those up on the site. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: I, yeah. God, I'm doing this every time, Phil. Until you get them up there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. i i i, I Fair enough, fair enough. I'll work on it. I'll stop working on it. Stop working on it. So, so yeah, yes. Uh, we we have to get those back up. Um, people and...
1: need to be able to listen to our episodes On the Omen and Triangle. They just do.
0: Yes, that is true. They should. Those are good episodes. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and Rear Window, too. Uh,
1: that, too, yeah. yeah.
0: That was a good one. Um, all right, so that's pretty much uh, some of the house cleaning there, and what we've been watching. So I guess we can get into our uh, final thoughts on this movie here. But before we do, Eric, you actually do another podcast with your buddy Dan.
1: I do. It's a general interest podcast called The Scancy Podcast. That's spelled A-S-K-A-N-C-I-T-Y. You can find it wherever you get podcasts.
0: And, uh, Mike, what's that other podcast that myself, you, and Eric do on the side? Uh, We are generally doing them monthly. We'll probably have one uh, out uh, to record in October uh, based off a movie that you choose.
2: That is the uh, Cinema a la carte podcast. Uh, where you and Eric and I take turns choosing non-dark discussion-y films. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're all happy and light fare, although we did uh, do Flash Gordon and we did Inside Out, the Disney animated film. But then we also did other not-so-lighthearted fare, like uh, History of Violence, uh, Hostiles. <laughs> and Hostiles. Uh, so so it can go in any number of different directions. Um And you can start picking up a sense of who we are. If you haven't, after fucking 12 years of this, um, you can,
3: in in our
2: selection, in our selections of films. And yes, so uh, the last film was an Eric film. The next film is a me film. And then the film after that will be a Phil film. And then back to Eric and then me, then Phil, then Eric and me, then Phil, then Eric and me, then Phil.
1: It's almost like a rotation.
2: It's almost it's weird how they keep coming out like that, yeah,
1: um,
2: but yeah, so uh so i am I'm finally have picked my Tom Cruise entry uh because that's a legal obligation that uh, came with the foundation of the podcast, <laughs> and uh we still have not discussed any of the movies the podcast was created with this guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true, which is a Tom Cruise movie as a matter of fact, <laughs> yes. It's a whole
2: series of them, about eight of them, I think, or
0: seven, seven or eight. Seven yeah, and a half. Like yeah. Seven and a half. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Um, all right, sounds good. And, uh, Barrett, uh, what's that other podcast that myself and you, with a group of uh, various podcast co-hosts that join us, uh, do generally once a month?
4: Uh, Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. It's a genre film uh review. And we pretty much do all genre, could be horror, could be this, that, or the other thing. Um, We talk about books, we've talked to writers, we've talked to directors, actors, you name it. Our most recent was The Suicide Squad by James Gunn. Are you sure it wasn't
1: The Suicide Squad? It could be the Suicide Squad
2: as well. No, there's well. two okay. e's. There's the the. Not to be confused with. That, that is not to be confused with the original The Suicide Squad.
0: <laughs> right, right, right.
3: The, yes. The.
0: Yeah, so anyway, yep, that, that's another episode podcast folks can uh, take a look at it as well. Uh, so that pretty much is. Uh, Oh, oh, uh, Barrett! And what's that other podcast that me, you, Kevin, Lett, and Sean are doing? I forgot about that one.
4: Ah, man! I, the Boa Hancock in the One Piece. Um, talk about the new show, One Piece, on the ne- on Netflix. We're um, doing it week by week, even though it has all come out.
0: Indeed, indeed.
4: Um. All right, very good.
0: So uh, let's get into our final thoughts on this movie here, Venus. Uh. So uh, let's start with you, Barrett.
4: Yeah, I like this film. I thought it was really good. I'm always a fan of cosmic horror, so that always fits me the right way. Um, I thought the acting was good. I thought the imagery was good. Just a fun
1: movie. All right, sounds
0: good. And uh, let's go with you, uh, Eric. What do you got?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I like this movie. Um, I was a little bit confused by it at points. Uh, and there was one sections that I didn't care for, but overall I would recommend the movie for a rental. Uh, I would say it's good, not great. All right. Sounds good.
0: Uh, for me, yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, it kind of, I mean, obviously it has some changes, with it's gone out from thriller to like, Celtish freaky horror so it has a lot of weird things that goes on but it's it's pretty solid it it reminded me of a lot of films including dead dead evil dead rising uh but uh, i highly recommend and uh yeah it could be a top 10 horror film of the year for me uh let's go with you mike
2: yeah weirdest film um i've had to digest it a bit i at no point that i think that i didn't like it but I wasn't sure if I liked it, if that makes any sense at all. Um, I do like uh, good cosmic horror, but not all cosmic horror is good cosmic horror. Um, I think this does manage to pull it off. Uh, Yeah, the whole, you know, on the belly, Uh, this kind of irked me, but I'm buying Barrett's rationalization, and... uh, That'll fix the one problem I had with it, and uh, yeah, I think there's just some creepy moments in there, uh, and that alone is worth at least a. It's a, interesting enough to justify a one-time watch, right? And then you can take it from there, whether you like it or just hate it. I don't know, but yeah, it's it's good. It's I, I would definitely recommend it.
0: All right, sounds sounds great. All right, so uh, once again, the film is called Venus. Uh, It uh, came out at least in the States in uh, 2023, basically September. So it's a brand new film for us here. Uh, It was directed by uh, Jaime Bela Guerrero. Bella Guaro, uh, and co-written by him and Fernando Navarro, starring Esther Exposito, among others. And it is readily available wherever you can rent or purchase films. I actually bought the movie uh, on iTunes. Uh, So, yeah, uh, check it out if uh, it seems interesting to you. Uh, So with that, Eric, why don't you let us out?
1: All right. Thanks for tuning in and listening to us talk about Venus. Come back next week. We'll have another topic.